Welcome to Walking in the Word with Dr. Derek J. Hunt, pastor of the Vision Church Pearland and president of TEB Seminary. If you miss any part of today's broadcast, please visit thevisionchurchpearland.com. That's thevisionchurchpearland.com. Stay tuned now as we walk in the Word. Amen. So, Palm Sunday is the day we celebrate the triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem. One week before his resurrection. Now, some may say, well, why is this, why is this significant, right? Listen, if you know, if you only knew, amen, the, the ramifications, the, 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 the mindset, and, and Scripture tells us, and I want to tell you something, um, Palm Sunday is when we need to begin our celebration. Amen. It is the triumphant entry. You remember that, the triumphant entry. And, and what is, some may ask, well, what is it all about? Why, why is it, why did Jesus have to do this, right? So if you have your Bibles, go to Matthew chapter 21. And, and, and Luke has an account, but I want to look at Matthew. So I want to talk about this morning, what a day. Amen. What a day. Amen. Amen. What a day. And, and if you look at it, it says, when they had approached Jerusalem, verse 1, and had come to Bethpage at Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, go into the village opposite you. Now, now I want to say this. Jesus had been traveling, preaching, and, and we find that in chapter 20, we find that Jesus has foretold his resurrection. And he, had, he, had, he was speaking to uh, those around him. They were traveling around. Amen. If you look at chapter 20, verse 1, he says, For the kingdom of heaven, and he's talking about the, 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 the kingdom of God. Amen. And then we find that Jesus goes on in verse 17 of chapter 20. He says, as Jesus was about to go up to Jerusalem, he took 12 disciples aside by themselves on the way, and he said to them, behold, we are going up, we are going where? Up to Jerusalem. The Son of Man will be delivered. Now, what is he doing? He's predicting what? His death. Amen. And he's preparing them for it. But here's the thing, the disciples were not prepared for it. Amen. It says, the Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and scribes, and they will condemn him to what? To death. And he will, will hand him over to the Gentiles to mock and scourge and crucify him. On the third day, he will be what? Raised up. Jesus is telling his disciples that this is what's going to happen to me. Amen. So the triumphant entry when they got to Jer Jerusalem is the place. Amen. It is the holy place. It's the holy land. And now when we go to chapter 21 and verse 1, we see what's called, if your Bible should tell you, the triumphant what? Entry. Amen. Now, what was the triumphant entry all about? Well, let me tell you this. First of all, 
You know, Jesus came to fulfill prophecy. Are you with me? Now, what Jesus was doing here, these actions was to fulfill what was written in Isaiah. So if you go to Isaiah chapter 62, amen. Isaiah 62 and verse 11. Now remember, Jesus is fulfilling what? Scripture. So I want to say this to you. One of the reasons that it is happening is because it's been predicted. Amen. And so what does that tell you about Jesus? Come on, somebody. That tells you that he's what? He's real. That, that he is God because what was written some 500 years ago is being now fulfilled by him. Come on, somebody. And so here he is, 6211. It says what? Behold, the Lord has proclaimed what? To the end of the earth. Say to what? The daughters of Zion. Lo, your salvation what? Come. So now... What's being predicted? When Jesus gets on that, that coat, amen, that had never been sat on. Come on, somebody. And he's getting ready to come into Jerusalem. He is coming into Jerusalem to fulfill this scripture because he says, say to the daughters of Zion. You know what Zion, you know who Zion is? Israel. Come on, somebody. And so he's saying to them, what has come? Come on, somebody. What? Salvation. So when you see Jesus coming in, when you think about Palm Sunday, I want you to think about salvation is what? Is coming. Come on, somebody. What a day. What a day in Jerusalem. But guess what? Not everybody believed. And so Palm Sunday for the believer should be, should signify that salvation has come. Come on, somebody. I think we need to rename it. Salvation has what? Has come. Look at the text. The text says, behold, his reward is what? With him and his recompense before him. And they will call and they will call them the what? The holy people, the redeemer of the Lord, and you will be called what? Sought out a city not forsaken. You know, Jesus comes in as what? Salvation has come. The significance of this day is that Jesus now is bringing to pass what has been prophesied? May I ask you a question? Has God, have ever, has God given you any prophecy? Has God given you any promises that you've been waiting on? Amen. And it came to pass. Have you heard a word from God before? And then you've heard the word that God says it's going to be all right. Amen. But the greatest thing that they were waiting for had come. Isn't that powerful? But not only was it to fulfill Isaiah 62, 11, but it was also, amen, to fulfill Zechariah 9 and 9. So let's go there to Zechariah 
9 and 9, if you would. Amen. And look what it says. It says, rejoice greatly, O daughters of what? O daughter of what? Zion. Now, Zion is what? Jerusalem. Remember that. Shout in what? Triumph. Come on, somebody. Not only is it a day that salvation has come, but Palm Sunday is a day. You say, what a day? It's a day of what? Victory. A day of what? Triumph. If they only knew. Come on, somebody. Boy, I want to jump out my shoes here. Amen. This is a good day today. Palm Sunday is a good Sunday. Amen. I know about Good Friday is coming. But Jesus is coming. You know, you've heard this. You've read this. But now let's get some meaning to it. Amen. Don't overlook this day. Don't ever overlook this day because salvation is big. Amen. Triumph, triumphant victory is big. Look what his text says. The text says, shout in triumph, O daughters of Israel. Behold, behold, behold what? Your king. Oh, I wish I had somebody. What a day, what a day, what a day. It's also a day when, watch this, when our king has come. And look what it says, rejoice. This is a day, this day, today. You know, I came to church this morning and I have an unusual type of joy this morning. You know why? Because I feel, I understand and I realize that if it had not been for Jesus that saved my soul, I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be here today, but thank God that he saved us, that he came in. Uh, now, now, all of this is to show his humility. He wasn't coming in as a king as they thought. See, they thought that he was coming in to overthrow the, 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 the rulers of Jerusalem. But he was a king of another kingdom a heavenly kingdom and here he is he's coming in and the prophecy was being fulfilled listen here's the pro here's a point right here the fact that Jesus is fulfilling the prophecy meant that he was the messiah because only the messiah listen there are a lot of false Jesuses out here there are a lot of false messiahs out here. But the real messiah came. Listen, stay with me this morning. Amen. The real messiah came to fulfill prophecy. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. The text says, behold, your king is coming to you. And he is just and what? Endowed with what? Salvation. See, there are a lot of kings out here. But the question is, who can bring salvation to the lost, to the brokenhearted, to the blind, to the sick, to the weak? Jesus says, I did not come for those who are what? Healthy. 
I came for those. I didn't come for the righteous. I came for the brokenhearted. I came for the bruised. I came for the battered. I, I come marching in to Jerusalem to prove my point. What point is that? That I am your Messiah. That I am your Lord. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. Because had Jesus not come, he says he was endowed with what? Salvation. But watch the text. The text says, humble. What a day. You know what the day, what, what another part, another point I want to give you? It was also a day of humility. You see, when we think about all of the, all of these you know, you think about the presidents of the past and you think about all of these countries with different dictators and leaders and they thought that their leaders was their, watch this, was their deliverer, but the only deliverer, real deliverer, amen, that you can find without an agenda. Come on, somebody, is Jesus. He has one purpose. And that is to save you. But guess what he had to do, y'all? He had to humble himself. Had he not humbled himself. Amen. You know, it's hard to lay yourself down. But Jesus understood what he came for. He came so that you could have life. And you can have life abundantly. That's why he came. He came on a donkey, on a colt. The text predicts it. Do you see it? He says, humble and what? Mounted on a donkey, even on a what? Colt, the fowl of a donkey. My, my, my. What humility. What humility. Amen. So he came to fulfill scripture. Are you with me? His actions, the actions of Jesus is on Jesus' humility. And so as he entered the holy city, he neared the culmination of the long journey towards Golgotha. He came to save the lost. Go back to Matthew for me. You know, this was his time and this was his place. And here's the thing. He came to secure that salvation. Palm Sunday marks the start of what is often called Passion Week. Amen. The final seven days of Jesus' earthly Life and ministry. Palm Sunday begins, amen, what's called Passion Week. And whenever you see the word passion, the word in the Greek has the idea of suffering. Some people look at passion as pleasure, but this passion is pain and suffering. And, and next week, we will go through all week long talking about his suffering. But each night, we will look at what he was dealing with. He comes in with praises on Sunday. Hallelujah to his holy name. 
But by the time you get to Wednesday, he's in agony. He's praying and blood is dropping, dripping down his face. He's in the garden of Gethsemane and he's agonizing what he has to go through. He knows what he has to do after being praised on Sunday, persecuted and betrayed by Friday. Do I have anybody? And I want to tell you something. Whew. Some, some of us couldn't handle it. Passion Week, Palm Sunday was the beginning of the end. You want to know that, right? So not only was it a day of what? Salvation. It was a day of what? Humility. A day of what? Victory. But let's look at Matthew chapter 21. It was also a day of compliance. Look at, verse one, look at verse 1. It says, And when they had approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage at the Mount of Olives, they, you know, you know, what, the, you know what the Mount of Olives is? You know what the Mount of Olives, you know what Olives means? It's called the pressing, the crushing place. Amen. Why? Because when they would get, when they would take the olives, they had to put them in the press and they had to press out. That's why he was agonizing in this place also. See, he, 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 he is valuable and, and watch this, and what's being pressed out of him. Come on, somebody. Look what the text says. The text says, and, and he, then he sent two disciples saying to them, go into the village opposite you is a day of compliance Watch this. Uh, immediately, and you'll find a donkey tied to a coat with her. Untie them and what? Bring them to me. Amen. Verse 3. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, the Lord has need of them. Can you imagine being that person that owned that animals? Can I ask you a question? The Lord has need of some things in your life. Will you be willing to give it up for him? Amen. The Lord has need. I've never seen the Lord with a need before. I wish I had somebody. First time I've ever seen him with a need. Amen. But guess what? He says, the Lord has need of it. Watch this. You shall say, the Lord has need. And immediately, he will send them. God had already prepared someone. See, you may not want to give it. You may not want to comply. But guess what? God's got some people. Watch this. When he has a need for something, guess what? He'll get it. Oh, I promise you he'll get it, y'all. I promise you. Listen, look, the text says, and what? He didn't say, I don't have it. Maybe come back tomorrow. You understand? You know how we do, right? We, we're like, come back tomorrow, you know? No, 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 no. Immediately, he will what? Send them. Verse 4, this took place, watch this now, to fulfill what was spoken through the what? Through the prophet. Amen. Say to the daughters of Zion, remember we read that? Behold, your king is coming to you, what? Gentile. I'm sorry, gentle. 
and mounted on a what? Donkey. And even on a colt, the fowl of the beast of bird. Verse 6, the disciples went and watched this. It's a day of compliance, but it's also a day of obedience. It's a day of obedience, y'all. You know what it tells us? That we must obey Jesus. Whatever he tells us to do, there's obedience on two parts. The obedience of going and the, watch this, and the obedience of giving. Come on, somebody. The text says the disciples went and did just as Jesus had instructed them. Just as Jesus had, and watch this, and brought the donkey and watch this, and the coat and laid their what? Coats on them and sat, and he sat, what? On the what? On the coats. Now, let me just say this. Luke has a different account of this. Go to Luke chapter 19. I want to show you how, how Luke said it. Amen. Look, 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 at, look, at, look, at, look, at, look at this here. Go to Luke chapter 19 and verse 32. Let me show you how, how, how Luke sees it. Now, remember, Matthew sees it from a Jewish eye. Luke sees it from a Gentile's eye, but he sees it more from a physician's eye. So he gives us details, right? And so here's what he says. He says, he says what does the text say? Amen. So those who was, uh-huh. Let, let me say this. This, this, is, this is it right here. Verse 32. It was just as he had said it. You know what that tells us? That he's a true prophet. It was as just as he had what? So you know what that means? You can take Jesus at his word. Amen. Look at, the, look at the next part of the verse. Look at the next part of the verse. It says, verse 33, as they were untying the coat, its owners said to them, why are you untying the coat? They probably think they were robbing them or something. You know, like, what you doing? I'm going to go get my gun or something. You know, <laughs> you know how folk act when you come up in your yard taking that stuff, right? Look what it says. And as they were tying, why are you untying the coat? They said, now watch this now. They said, and you never heard anything from the owners. Verse 34, they said, the Lord, what? Has what? Has what? Has need of what? Yes. The Lord has need of it. Listen to this. Go to verse 7, back to Matthew. Not only is it day of compliance, but it's also, write this down, verses 7 through 11. It's a day of acceptance. A day of acceptance. Back to, back to uh, Matthew uh, 21 and verse 7. Let's look at it together. Verse 7. Matthew 21 and verse 7. What does it say? It said, okay, so let's see. And he brought the what? The donkey and the coat. And they laid their coats. Notice what they did. They laid their what? They laid their coats on them. And watch this. And he sat on the coats. Right? Watch this. The crowd understood that Jesus was the Messiah. What they didn't understand was that it wasn't his time to set up his kingdom yet. Although Jesus tried to tell them so, they didn't understand. 
You see, watch this. Most of the crowd, watch what it says, spread their what? Coats on the what? On the road. Now, they would, very large crowd would spread their cloaks on the road while they, others cut from the branches of the trees and spread them on the ground, right? It, watch this. This was, watch this, the people were giving Jesus, watch this, a royal treatment. Thank you for listening to Walking in the Word with Dr. Derek J. Hunt, sponsored in part by TEB Seminary and The Vision Church. We pray that you've enjoyed today's broadcast. You can get a copy of the message for a donation of any amount. Just email your information to info at thevisionchurchparaland.com. That's info at thevisionchurchparaland.com and be sure to include today's date. Remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Continue to walk in the Word.